Okay, what is next on our list in our non-alphabetical order list? Let's jump to the Dallas Cowboys over under nine and a half. Dak Prescott went down what, week four last year? Week four, I mean, look, I know, say say what you will about the Cowboys defense. It, it's never that good. Say what you will about Zeke. His prime years are probably behind him. He, he's still a bulldog. If they can get Dak Prescott for 16, 17 games, give me the over all day here at nine and a half. Yeah, nine and a half, and I understand why it's it's set that way. Um, although the Cowboys, of course, are a pretty pretty heavily bet favored team, as we know. But I am over all 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 day long on this. I think that they, I think first of all, we we joke about it, but they're playing in the NFC East, which even though should be a little bit better than last year, it's still not a great division. I think that with Dak there, I think this defense is a little bit better, at least on paper. We'll have to see how it translates on the field. But if their defense can be a little bit better with Dak coming back, I think the thing that people might miss is we all know Dak's coming back, but getting Lyle Collins and even Tyron Smith on the at the tackle position there back on the offensive line, that's huge because that's going to help Zeke, as you mentioned there, get maybe a little bit back to the form where he's getting four, four yards, four and a half yards of pop instead of three and a half or three. Yeah, like exactly. That right. Um, yeah. So I, I think that's going to be huge. I think CeeDee Lamb could be that breakout player. I mean, he was a breakout player as a rookie, but I think he could overtake Amari Cooper. I think he will overtake him as their number one receiver this year. I like this team going over that. I think they get to 11 wins. Um, and it, you know, if you get it at nine and a half, you got a little bit of a cushion there. So I, I am over on this team. I I've got that punched and ready to roll and listen, they burned me last year, but I still believe they would have hit their over total had Dak press kept played the season. So you, you know, with futures, anytime you play an over, you're, you're running that risk of injuries. And obviously we got bit with, with Dak last year, but I think he bounces back. I think this team bounces back. I think they win that division. And, and I think, I think they're in good shape. I agree. Good shape. They certainly bit me last year too. I mean, who could have seen that coming? Dak Prescott got hurt 28 to one to win the Super Bowl. You could definitely sell me on that one too. I've, I've gotten burned in the past betting on the Dallas Cowboys. And sometimes I just bet it because I'm an Eagles fan. I'm like, well, they, they should be good. And are they ever that good? No, but I think they could have been there last year. And I think they definitely could be here this year. I mean, some people will say, yeah, they don't have a good head coach in Mike McCarthy. And, and I might say, yeah, I agree with you, but Dak Prescott and the offense could make up for that. So next one down, it caught me off guard at first. Pittsburgh Steelers over under eight and a half. I was expecting higher, but guess what? Roethlisberger is not getting any younger. And we saw what happened to that team. They started what? 11 and 0 last year. And we were on a couple of podcasts even talking about it's actually, they have a path to go 16 and 0. And no, like none of us, no one wanted to see it. It was like, this is not one of the best teams of all time, but the path is there. Then the path ended and they just fizzled out big time. They're down to eight and a half, Yanni. I got to tell you, man, this is, and, and I want to say Mike Tomlin's record of 500 uh, football or whatever it is to, in his career. I think it's in jeopardy here this year, and I don't know that this team gets to that nine-win mark. I, I would be surprised if they do. And let's first talk about what they have that's good, um, and that is a, a defense that's going to play hard, that's got some talented players on it. 
Um, you know, I, I think they get Devin Bush back. Micah Fitzpatrick obviously has been a different maker at, at safety for them. We know what TJ Watt and that defensive line can do. So some good things going there. When you look at the offensive side of the ball, they drafted Najee Harris. They, they've obviously got a trio of capable receivers. I don't love any of them. I think Deontay Johnson's probably the best receiver they have, but Claypool showed some flashes a rookie. We know Juju Smith-Schuster can catch some passes. So it's not like the cupboard's bare and this team's terrible, but here's what scares me to death. In my opinion, the most important part outside of a quarterback is the offensive line on a football team. And I think this offensive line is bad. And, you know, they released David DeCastro a week or so ago. And I don't know why. Maybe there was a reason. Maybe it was salary related. Maybe it was injury related. I don't know what what that was all about. But what I do know is when you look at that line, I don't think they're going to – it's like they have Najee Harris, but you still got to block. We talked about it with Zeke and the Cowboys. Mm -hmm. I mean, if if they can't block, what's he really going to be able to do? And obviously, we know Roethlisberger is at the the twilight of his career. I mean, this has to be his last season – I don't know that he's going to finish the season. The last, like you said, five, six games of the season last year, he couldn't throw the football. It was so So, ugly. It was so ugly. Yeah. So we talk about the most important position being quarterback, the second being offensive line. And I think they're in trouble there. So, you know, if if I'm having to bet that, I I don't think this team gets there. I think they finished third in their division. I think the Bengals even have potential to to take them over. So I just, I'm, I'm not high in this team. Maybe Roethlisberger will prove me wrong, but I just don't see it. How about that? So is that a bet for you, the under eight and a half? Because you sold it, me right there. It, it's it's not yet. Um, I, okay. I, the reason it's kind of similar to what we talked about with two in Miami, I don't think we know exactly what we're getting with Roethlisberger at this point. I think we're assuming it's not going to be good and it probably won't. But let's say hypothetically this line does an okay job and Roethlisberger has enough in the arm to throw the ball there then all of a sudden this team could win 10 games. So I'm not, I'm not betting against them. If you ask me again, pick one, I'm going under. But I'm, with I, you. I'm not taking that bet, though. I don't feel strong enough going against Tomlin and, and that team in their history and that defense. I don't feel strong enough going under at this point. I'm with you. So has Tomlin never gone under 500? Um, is that the, the thing? I wow. believe so. And, and I'd have to look. I don't know Shit. for sure, but I'm pretty sure he's got like whatever seasons in a row of 500 plus football. I think you're right. I think you're right because I remember living out there and, and they had like one bad year and they rallied to eight and eight and they've had some other bad years and they rallied to eight and eight. Guess what? This year you can't rally to eight and eight unless you tie a game. You'll be eight, eight and one. So you have to rally to nine and eight. So, right. okay. In the interest of time, we're just going to go with our remaining best bets or just remaining teams that we definitely want to talk about. If we skipped over that team, guess what? Don't feel bad. We'll we'll mention that team in the next coming months. We'll probably mention that team for good reason, probably fading them in the NFL season. Actually, Kansas City Chiefs are still a good team that, that we haven't mentioned. So Kansas City Chiefs, I don't know if that's a, a bet for you at over under 12 and a half. We, we can't not mention the Chiefs over under 12 and a half. They're Odds on favorites to win the Super Bowl. I'm not touching it myself. Obviously, they didn't get it done last year. Should they win 13 games? Sure, 13 and four. I mean, great roster, most talented roster in the NFL. Likely, Patrick Mahomes is there. Do you have any other thoughts there? I'm I'm not going to touch the 12 and a half. No, I'm, I'm not touching it either. I mean, they should get there, but I. The one thing we saw in the Super Bowl was what happens when. Well, we just talked about it when an offensive line isn't isn't capable of stopping a defense isn't there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think when you look at this team, they did 
big signing. They brought Joe Tooney in from, uh, from New England there, and obviously that was huge because that offensive line had gone from pretty good to pretty depleted pretty fast. Um, I like the Tooney signing. I think that'll help. I still don't love their offensive line, so I think we just kind of have to watch it. But we also know Patrick Mahomes is one of those guys kind of like Aaron Rodgers, although Aaron Rodgers has had some good offensive lines, but they can overcome that. So I think they get there. I think they'll you know be another 13-win season for them. Um, but I'm not betting it. I'm not betting it. If anybody likes the over, it's plus 123 over 12 and a half at DraftKings. It's juiced heavily to the under at minus 150. So if you made me bet on anything, I'd be like, well, I'm getting favorable odds, like plus money at over 12 and a half, 13 and three. Sure. Sign me up. But uh, maybe I'll drink enough IPAs this weekend and do it. But I, it's it's not on my list right now. So let's put it that way. <laughs> um, we'll skip over some other teams. We'll close it out with some of our best bets. We'll, we'll um, go to you first. I know that there's at least a few teams that we still have to talk about here, right? Well, I the one that I've really got my eye on that I don't think we've talked about yet is the Tennessee Titans. Um, over nine and a half. And I'm still for the life of me trying to figure out why that number set so low based on what they've done the last two seasons. Now, I realize their defense was awful last year, and they're probably not going to be much better, if at all, this year. So I certainly understand <laughs> you know, the number being a little bit lower, but I still think that's kind of disrespectful for an offense that can score at will. And oh, by the way, added Julio Jones. So yeah, yeah, I, I'm, yeah, yeah. I just, and again, you look at that division, they're going to have two tough games with the Colts. Maybe they split that. Let's see. But they're going to beat the Jags twice, most likely. They're going to beat the Texans twice, most likely. So kind of the same argument with the Colts there. If they split with each other and you look at their remaining schedule, I don't see how there's any way they don't get to double-digit wins this year. I I think that's, to me, a a surefire bet there is taking over that Titans team. I think this team's going to be fun. I don't know how you stop them if you're an opposing defense. I just – I too too much talent when you look at their running game and their passing game. So – that's one that I've definitely got my eye on, and I don't know if you agree on that. Oh, I like that one a lot. 6.1 yards per play last year. I know that we haven't been a heavy stat podcast. It's summertime, just kind of settled down on the stats, but 6.1 yards per play last season. They're up there. I expect them to be there again. I mean, I know that Julio Jones is getting older. Guess what? It's still Julio Jones. It's still a weapon. Like It's still a weapon that, that they can utilize in the red zone in general. Hopefully, he can stay healthy at nine and a half. I think that's way too low. It's 17 games, not 16 games. I think they definitely get to 10 and 7. I really like that one quite a bit. The next team that I'll touch on, and a team that you know I've grown up not liking, but the Washington football team, I actually said their name right. Did they name themselves? No, it, it's still football team, right? Got, got fined $10 million today, I saw. Yeah. Yep. For doing what again? Uh, what are, there were three to OTA, illegal OTA, uh, whatever. Ten, I don't know. Having some $10 million. All I know is that organization, at least from the top down is a mess. And I think Dan Snyder stepped down as uh whatever president of operations or whatever he was doing. Yeah, no, it's a mess. And that's why people don't want to bet the over and I shouldn't bet the over, but I think I'm going to bet the over. It was at what? Eight and a half. I want to say, is it eight, eight and a half? I, I had it up on my yep. screen. Yeah. I like them to say the least. And I think that in the NFL, when you have a team that was decent, like they, they, they were a shitty playoff team, right? Because they, they didn't have a quarterback, but they have a solid offensive line, nasty defensive line. That's still going to be there. 
you add in Curtis Samuel, you have McLaurin, which I think McLaurin could be a top five receiver in this. It, like he's awesome. He's amazing. And you add in Fitzmagic, and then all of a sudden it's like, okay, you put in subpar, probably bottom tier quarterbacks, like bottom tier. It was number 32 of 32, probably just switching guys in and out. When you add in Fitzpatrick, it's like all of a sudden middle of the pack. I think that's how you get to that next level. And I'm thinking for a team that is, is 500 and they won, what was it? Seven and nine last year, eight and eight. Say that they're seven and nine. Again, you put in Fitzpatrick there plus everything else have some more continuity. And then all of a sudden you're 10 and seven or so. I could see this team pulling off the NFC East. I like the eight and a half. I'm going to bet the eight and a half. Can't, can't argue with you. Can't fault you. I think your logic makes sense there. Um, I, I'm going to pass on it. And I think that it, even though Fitzpatrick is probably the most loved player in NFL history by teams that you know aren't fans of his, uh, I just, I'm not sure. And I do love that defense. And I think that they're going to show up week in and week out. You mentioned they, they've got some re- receiving threats. I think that Antonio Gibson, they can run the football a little bit. So I think you're right. I think you're right on track with that. But I just, I don't have the confidence in that team to pull the trigger on the over. But I do think you're right. And I agree with your, your take there. So I certainly don't fault you for leaning that way or, or betting that. We shouldn't have confidence in a team that gets fined $10 million, doesn't have a name and has an odor that's just a disaster. Yeah, there so, you go. so there's that part. And they have Fitzpatrick who's been on like 10 different teams, but in my mind, and, and it might be faulty logic, but if you have a team that's that's subpar, just just like kind of there, and you just add in the guy who can get the ball downfield and complete a pass, all of a sudden you get into another tier. And I would love to say that I have another example for you, but it's 1030 at night on a holiday weekend, and I don't. So <laughs> next next best bet for you, and I think you have two left maybe. Uh, I've, I've got a few that we could talk about, but I'm going to go with another under here, and and that's the Chicago Bears. Um, ah, yes. a, low, a low number, seven and a half. So I, I certainly can see how you would be enticed to go over here, but, but I don't like this team. Um, and, you know, they, towards the end of last year, <laughs> don't like often, <laughs> no, I, I just don't. And I say that like a Gandy Dalton, I've always been an Andy Dalton supporter, and I think he's going to get a shot there. Um, but I don't think he's going to play the whole season. I think we're going to see Justin Fields for what it's worth. Not that I have a crystal ball in this either. I don't think Justin Fields is the answer here. Um, but I don't really, outside of Allen Robinson and a couple players on that defense, I love Eddie Jackson. Um, I, I just, I don't, there's, to me, there's not a lot to like on this team. I don't like their scheme. I think their defense is is really a shell of what it used to be. And again, I love Eddie Jackson. We know Khalil Mack's still there. Roquan Smith can play. So it's not like, it's not like they're terrible. I think their defense is still good. Um, but I don't think this team wins a lot of games. And I just, to me, kind of like we talked about, they're stuck in this weird spot where they got these veteran players like a Khalil Mack and, and you know, an Allen Robinson, but yet they're trying to work in a rookie quarterback. And it's just, it's kind of a weird flux spot that they're in. Um, I, you know, they don't play in the best division, but assuming Aaron Rodgers does play, uh, I think they're third dog in that division. And and I think to me, this, this seems like a, well, in the new world, six and 11 type team, six and 11. I still don't know how they got to eight and eight last year. No, it's, it's a minor mystery to me how they even had the opportunity to get th- their asses kicked in the first round, but they got there. I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, is this the last year for Nagy? You know, I, 
I think it's going to depend on what we see from Justin Fields and obviously what we see from the team there. I I think he's a, a liked guy, it sounds like there, but I who knows? I think it's way too early at this point to tell. And, and you know, there's a big difference between going, let's call it, seven and 11, or let's say five and 12, right? I mean, if they, they might be an average team at seven and 11 or eight and whatever my math is, seven and 10, I'm sorry. You know that they're going to be, it's, it's, yeah, it's tough, but they're going to be right in that range. Yeah. The the low water marks, probably six, probably going to be in that seven range. The over under is what you said, seven and a half, seven and a half. Yeah. I've got them at six and 11, six and 11. Um, So it's a little, little, little bit of a cushion there, but I just, I don't, I don't see it with this team. I think that they're just kind of going to be floating along when it's all said and done. They're just there floating along. Nothing sexy about them. Hopefully they, they don't somehow pull off eight wins, seven wins. So, okay. Um, anything else we missed? I think we missed a couple, right? So the, uh, well, a couple other quick ones we can, we can hit there. Um, I am a fan of the Carolina Panthers um, over seven and a half. It might seem a little crazy, but I, I think that we have a chance to see Sam Darnold succeed. Uh, obviously, they made the move to get him over there. I, it'll be interesting. And, and, you know, I would say if you were interested in playing the over on the Panthers, play it with caution because of the quarterback position. But I like what this defense did last year, getting better. And I think they're going to continue to get better this year. I like the new coaching staff and regime in Carolina. Um, I like their offensive weapons. They're going to get Christian McCaffrey back, obviously. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I think this team has a lot of upside, and I think that they are going to be um, right there in the mix. Now, it's seven and a half. You, you could certainly make the argument that, that them getting to eight wins is too much, and I wouldn't fault you if you argued that. But I like them. I, I think this is a team to keep an eye on. Um, and then the last one that I've got my eye on, on, which I think a lot of people might roll their eyes at, is the Minnesota Vikings. Nine wins might seem a little high. This team's getting double digit wins. I, I really believe that. I think that they're riding Dalvin Cook. I think that offense is going to do fine. I think their defense is going to be improved from where it was a year ago. This team wins double digit games. And that's, that's, I'm assuming Aaron Rodgers is playing for the Packers. If for okay. whatever reason yeah. he doesn't, if he doesn't play for the Packers, I think this team runs away with the division, to be honest. You I could think easily they're, get they're, to 11 and six, right? Absolutely. And say what you will about Kirk Cousins, sure. But they they averaged, what was it, 6.4 yards per play last year? I, I have the stat. 6.2 yards per play last year. They're number four in the NFL, tied for third. I mean, that, that's, that's pretty start, damn Cousins, solid. Yeah. Cousins oh, yeah. played good football most of the season there. And I think that we're not asking Cousins to necessarily win primetime games. We're not asking him to win the Super Bowl. We're saying, can he get to double-digit wins, which – I, you know, he's a regular season quarterback. We've seen it when he plays at home, when they can run that football, he's got good receivers. He's got good weapons. Their offensive line is solid. I mean, he can, he can get it done as long as that defense improves even a little bit from a year ago. And they were bad last year. Don't get me wrong, but I think oh, yeah. when you look at them, they're, they're shaping up. They get a couple of their key guys back from injury. I think this team will be better. Maybe he could just win a primetime game, though, to have him go over the over. Like, maybe Maybe. just one. (laughs) We might need one. We might need one to get there. Maybe just need one, but I agree. And if Rodgers is not in that division, I mean, come on. They're they're winning that division. Not going to be the Bears. Certainly not going to be the Packers. Packers' win total is not up, obviously, for a reason, right? So, there's that. I think we touched them all. And then for the Carolina Panthers, I agree. I, I like Matt Rule. Uh, Tampa Bay in that division, obviously. Saints stepping back a little bit, right? I mean, 
they should be able to take out the Saints at least once, I would think. I mean, Carolina is another one of those teams. I'm not going to compare them to the Miami Dolphins, but I just compare them to the Miami Dolphins. Solid all around, up and coming, solid head coach. I like what they're doing overall. I could easily see them at nine and eight. I don't see them at 10 and seven, but would it shock me if they're at 10 and seven or, or seven and 10? No, but I'm going to go with the over seven and a half. I like it. I like it. So. We went through a lot right there and to recap, and there's a lot of things here and I'm just jotting down these, these last ones. And so then keep me honest. The recap here is we leaned Rams over 10 and a half. I may eventually bet that if I have too many IPAs this weekend, Colts over nine and a half. We really like that one because we see them as a 12 and five team Falcons. Yeah. Love that one at, and that might be our, our top bet, right? Like I, I love Colts over eight, or nine and a half, not eight and a half, nine and a half. Uh, Falcons under seven and a half, definitely. Matt Ryan last season done. Cowboys over nine and a half. Dak Prescott, please stay healthy. We lean the Steelers under eight and a half. We haven't bet it because we know that Tomlin goes five hundred. Like Tomlin's somehow going to go eight, eight and one and still be five hundred. <laughs> Titans over nine and a half. I love that one too. I like Vrabel overall. I think that they're going to keep throwing the ball. Good stuff. Bears under seven and a half. Love that one. Dalton's going to be the quarterback for three games. Vikings over, what was it? Seven and a half, you said? They're nine, but I think they're a double-digit win team though. Nine. Definitely butchered that last one to close us out. Vikings over nine. Good stuff. Lots of bets there. Lots of bets. And I'm sure the teams that we didn't cover, we'll cover at some point this uh, offseason. It's July 1st as we're recording this. I'm sure come late July, we'll have something for everyone in terms of futures, Super Bowl odds, conference winner odds. There's all kinds of stuff. I'm sure there's MVP odds that we haven't even talked about yet. So we'll touch them all as soon as, what, Euro soccer's done and NBA playoffs and... (laughs) Looking forward to it, man. I appreciate you having me on and looking forward to the next one. I got some really juicy player props already lined up. So looking forward to talking to him next time. Good stuff. Pleasure is all mine, Yanni. We'll do player props next time. Appreciate it. Talk to you later. Good stuff.